The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It's 545 already. It's the morning sickness. My name is John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. There's Brett Vesley. Somewhere around here is Big Dick Toledo and off and running for yet another glorious day here in paradise. Uh, and it is a perfect day today. Uh, it's going to be, take advantage of this. We got U-Fest coming up Saturday. I, I assume this will be your last outdoor concert where you don't just swamp up. I used to love that growing up here. Uh, concert time started happening, you know, when you got 17, 16, 17 years old and we started wanting to go to concerts. And it was before everybody figured out that you could seasonally tour. All concert tours happened starting in May and ended in, like, September, and we were the brunt of it. And, man, June and July were it. And we would swamp up and sweat all over each other and massive Compton Terrace and these horrible, horrible places just shoulder to shoulder with other idiots. And the one big difference that I always bring up between the concerts I used to go to and the concerts that happen now, chicks. We used to have girls that were going there that wanted that wanted to get laid, which was never going to happen to me. But I noticed it was happening to an awful lot of other people. I was a good observer of that. I might as well have been like the uh, the silent biographer of everybody else's sex life through school because it was like, man, I'm seeing every. I'm taking notes, but it's never happening to me. I was the quintessential uh, broadcasting student uh, in that I, I took it very seriously in journalism. You never become part of the story, so I never was ever part of a story. But I watched everybody else's stories unfold in those concerts. Now, you, you, all the shows come in fall, which is a, such an amazing thing because summer concerts used to be it. Outdoor summer concerts in Arizona. We scheduled this one, and I remember telling Larry, ooh, May 6th, that's pushing it. We might get punched in the nose on that one with the weather because sometimes in May, you can get a 105, 106-degree day, and it starts getting a little swampy hot. Nope, 86. 
perfect U-Fest weather. That's amazing. If I'd have known then what I know now, and that is gold bond at those oh. shows, I mean, it's a <laughs> lifesaver. I would have looked it like... It is a lifesaver. I would have looked like a battered... I would have looked like a raising Cane's wing. It's Yeah, you do, but yeah. it, man, it's so comfortable. I would have been covered in that stuff. That's one of the first things we would do is give the uh, the range when it was gold oh. bond green and then go yeah. to blue. I always used summer. to do that. Yeah, the, the, the swamp ass factor was yeah. strong, and but those concerts, man, the best. Uh, summer concerts in this city. I remember July 20-something, because it was right around my birthday, and that was the show I saw. Faster Pussycat, Lita Ford, Motley Crue. And I've never... Like, people were just dropping out. They weren't even, like, drinking. They were just dying. It was so hot. It was great. They, they hated Lita Ford. It was too hot for Lita Ford. She wasn't good enough for us to stand there. The crowd didn't budge. Like, don't waste your energy on this. This is not a thing. Outstanding. So, uh, this weekend, man, Perfect. 87 degrees, you got an all-day festival, it's going to be fun, Godsmack closes it out into the night, somebody leaves with Doug Hopkins' money, ah, forget about it, what a party, and today's no different, today and tomorrow, it's just weird, this is a weird little, say goodbye to nice weather, I think, and then, it's normal, John, it's normal, (laughs) this ain't normal, shh, don't you start calling this normal, because it'll (laughs) punish you for that. Yeah, it's amazing, so enjoy that while it's uh, it's going, ah, the allergies stink, but And they're still skiing. Up north. Oh, good. Keep that up. Until you that uh, st- Memorial, yeah. Memorial Day End of the weekend. month. You can throw it through May. They got so much snow. This is an hundred inches. unbelievable weird winter into spring and summer. All it tells me is it's going to be 140 degrees sometime in November. That's it. It's just all happening so late. But I'll take it. I'll take allergies. I'll take uh, the discomfort of not being able to breathe to have this for another week. So especially at U-Fest because we've had a few that are like, oh, yeah. oh, boy. I'll never forget that one with Rob Zombie and Slayer. And uh, it was 114. Almost lost Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie almost died. It was like, uh, it was crazy. It was nuts. I got uh, a little, um, you know, speaking of the heat, a <coughs> little testimonial about wilderness athlete. Last, oh. Yesterday, Kirby's uh, tennis team, they're in the States, and they're playing Chandler Prep, and three of the girls all started feeling, they're definitely dehydration signs of it. 80 degrees. The, it was pretty, it was warmer than that. Not much. Anyway, after the first set, they started feeling a little bit, and Ronnie had a couple of packets of the... The heroes? Yep. Heroes saved some kids yesterday. It did. That's why they're called heroes. They're almost to the point of That's calling right. the uh, the match after the first... Really? You could see her wow. temperature, you know, it's like, oh, she's got a... But it took about five or ten minutes, and... Came no, it around. kicks him right back. Yeah. Rehydrate and re- recover and get the energy. That's nice. Hero will save your kids' lives. You can put that down. I'm not sure if that's a medical claim or not. It could be uh, questioned uh, by the FDA. And uh, kids who cares? You're, we need uh, B. Your coach needs to have a talking to about conditioning issues. It's, it's too, a, it was too late by then. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Way too late. Yeah. But if they're passing out from a tennis match where you can take yeah. a break between shots, oh boy. Yeah, they used to make us run so much for... It was a singles oh, match. You still, they should yeah. be running all week. All week, they should be like, yeah, you're tired, they're more well, that's, tired. That's, the, that's exactly what happened. They were running it pretty hard for the last three days. I'm talking track. Get them out there in little outfits a couple miles before practice, like they used to do for everybody else back when kids were tough. 88 degrees shouldn't knock you out. I'm, that hero pack saved the day, but my God. Ah, there's too many kids out there already. <laughs> Living in, you know, Brett's not so bad. I kept them. it for myself. A few of them dropping out. <laughs> that is true. They're not. It's not exactly like you know. There's well, more. I've I've only got two left. I, <laughs> how many kids are sleepy? We'll give that one half, and that one's not going to amount to much anyway. Just let her go to the hospital. 
Well, since Gilbert, they got like seven other kids in the family. You're good. They're not. I talked to a coach of. They don't a, hydrate them. A, a coach of a baseball team in a club league that used to coach high school. He doesn't coach high school anymore. He goes because you can't do anything to the kids. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, you can't do anything. Uh, they're not allowed to run. They're not allowed to be outside. They're not allowed. He goes, we can't win. You can't win that way. You're, you're, you can't condition the kids uh, pre-sport like before practice. Man, baseball stunk. The pitchers, all they did was run. All they did was run. It was awful. Then you'd go throw and run a little bit more and then throw, and then you'd walk around the entire ballpark like three times. It was horrible. Kirby's flag football, they're not shy of uh, running those kids. Because it's not school. That's why. That's why, yeah, because yeah. they, they don't they're care if they them. kill them in those things. That's why he left for club ball. He's like, this is where you actually do... You actually turn these people into real athletes instead of what schools do, which is they're just constantly scared of being sued if their angel, you know, tumbles or trips over a, an uneven sidewalk and they have to redo the entire school. Yeah, that's conditioning. Have heroes on hand for 88 degrees. This season better end pretty soon. It's over. Okay, that's what I was going to say, because they start bleeding into the middle of May. These kids are going to die, like right in front of you. And football players always felt sorry for them with what used to be two-a-days. Get up and you'd hear, and that stupid band would always get involved, and they'd have practice at 6 in the morning, and you could hear it all through Mesa that Dobson High's band was practicing. Do you remember that? Yeah, well, luckily I was far enough away, but on the way to Roads, you'd you'd hear it. Football, did you have the, uh, the PVC pipe that just had like 10 holes in it? That would just stream oh, the, the water. Like, you just go put your face over yeah. like a pig trough. Yeah, they, they had those for PE. Do they still? Oh, I wonder they we still had do it. that. Look, growing up in in the desert, back when, back before all your kids were special, and I know they're all incredibly necessary and special. <clears throat> I've seen their TikToks. Boy, dude, your kids are all amazing. They didn't care. Like they basically were saying, "Hey, you're in the desert, dummy. Get used to it." And they would make you go out. We'd do PE in like May outside. Just d- gushing sweat. And, yeah, that, that drilled hole garden hose that just shot water in the air. And you went over and tried to figure out a way to completely unsanitarily get a little bit of water. Just enough to be like, okay, my tongue's wet. you got to be in the first hole off the, oh, uh, oh, the last one down. The last one you're basically <laughs> sucking on a hose. And everybody else is spit. Yeah, it was crazy how they just didn't care about us. And if you fell down, it's because you were weak. Like, what's the matter with him? Oh, he's... Out of shape. That used to be a thing with kids. Being out of shape was like, oh, that's why you fell over. You're out of shape. It wasn't because the sun and everyone was too rough on you. It's just you're out of shape. And then you get up and go, this is embarrassing. Everybody else can do it. How come I can't? And you go out and do it. Man. I remember in the middle of the day, you'd go out and play football in the street in the middle of August. And what the hell with it? Oh, we did. Yeah. We had no options. It's a billion degrees. Right. What else are you going to do? If I've seen a kid outside six times this year, uh, it's all been hallucination. I, I'm shocked. Sometimes I'll go down my street and I'll see kids. I'm like, hey, there are kids in this neighborhood. There's like 40 of them. They're Trying all to move. hiding inside. Well, no, it's a good thing. The one parents have done is keep them inside. <laughs> the cul-de-sac I've got is the ultimate football baseball cul-de-sac of all time. No cars pulling in. It's huge. Yeah. It's perfect. Never once has anyone knocked on like, hey, can we play some football in the cul-de-sac? I, nope. Never once, ever. All these wide open fields and yards. Nope, never see it. They're too busy inside uh, not doing things, yeah. making the we sun We have two enemies. of those little uh, parks in the community that we're at, and there's a lot of volleyball nets set up. Yeah, not a lot of volleyball, I'm guessing. 
No, they're <laughs> they're playing. Yeah, they're playing. And then there's a bunch of uh, those electric bikes and electric scooters. Yeah, because nobody can walk. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning KUPD. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Somewhere in the 90s, moms decided to tell their kids the sun was the enemy. I don't know when that happened. I don't know when the sun became the worst thing the earth has tied to. dehydrated. Well, not only that, it's bad for your skin, it's bad for your face, it's bad for your eyes. It will dehydrate you, it's everything. Yeah, but there's ways around that. Not my angel. The sun is the enemy. I don't know when the sun became the enemy. We should, you know, it's the source of all life, right? That's the... Big thing about the sun is we should be embracing how great it is rather than telling everybody how dangerous it is. We'll turn into orcs. The only thing dangerous is your behavior in the sun. That's my, it. My dad tell me, get your ass off the couch. Get, get outside. outside. It's 107. I don't give a... <laughs> There's plenty of animals out there. Yeah. Now you're going to be one of them. <laughs> yeah. It's conditioning. It's crazy. Well, good luck. Did they win the state championship? They did not. They, they lost didn't. in the quarters. Ah, oh, painful. By one match. Now, that doesn't count as something I got to go to if I lose this Rock Wars, right? I don't have to go to Kirby Sports, too. Just oh, yeah. recital. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. Just the, recital. Yeah, so, I mean, you're paying for gas, then. <laughs> I'm not driving out to Wilcox just to watch quacking. ninth graders play <laughs> tennis. I don't want to watch good people play tennis, let alone that ninth grade semi-retarded bugunk, bugunk. No, thank you. Don't tell you me don't they're. Don't you tell me they're good. Sophomore next year. All right, I don't want to watch sophomores gonna... then. No, it's it's going to suck just as bad as it did this year. That's kids playing sports up to uh, just basketball and a little bit of football. That's when it's okay. That's otherwise all those other sports are just kids trying to be involved in something. There's the one amazing, like the golf team. I always thought Dobson's golf team. That started in, like, April and rolled through summer. Those poor pricks played every day in a million degrees. And, and there was always one kid that was, like, shooting 67. And then some other kid whose dad made him do some curric- extracurricular deals, like a 95, hacking it all over. And If you get, could get three guys out of that team. If you could get one stage. dude in Arizona, for some reason Arizona had it. Because nobody wanted to stand in that heat. But you get a couple of kids. If, if a team had three, state champs. Yep. State champs. We had a couple of kids at our Dobson's that was pretty good. And, it, and the coach didn't care about the other slogs that were there. They were just filling a space. Can you imagine having a kid on the golf team and you had to go watch his tournaments? It's, it's hard to watch golf when it's not professional and on TV. You watch somebody, just follow a guy around a golf course hacking around an 88. It's tough to watch. If it's your kid, it is, that's about the only one that... Vested in it pretty much. It's different. Even still. Oof. Just started. I'll be, all right, watch them tee off on one. Okay, I'm going to go. And then just wait, go drive around, run some errands, and come back for them to finish walking around a golf course, watching someone golf. That sounds terrible. Anyway, once again, I'm a dinkwad. Dual income, no kids. You're the dog. 
You go watch your kids play tennis and golf. That sounds terrible. But it's good that the heroes save lives. We did learn one thing. Heroes save lives. Thank you, Wilderness Athlete. That's an amazing thing. You're dinkwads. And Ronnie having them on hand like, uh, you know, like the old moms used to have Capri Suns or Pepsi yeah. Free in a cooler. That was my favorite part of Little League. We played till June and then All-Stars started and that went into July. And it was 150 degrees. You know what the best one? I remember they had a monsoon storm roll in. And the only thing they told us to do is not put our bats over our heads because of lightning. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> and that thing was treacherous. Like, there was no traveling. We had to play because, like, we're not rescheduling this. You kids, look, weather is weather. Rarely was it called. And if it was, oh, if it, you it know, lightning, it would be uh, the not only the rain, but the lightning part of it would... Wouldn't go past 10 or 15 minutes. We, they okay, lightning's cleared. They didn't care about lightning with us at all. It was go sit in your cars until the rain stops. And if your mom's not here, find a friend and sit in their car. And when the rain would stop, we'd go back out there. And I mean, one time one of my coach's hair just went, just rose in the air. And everybody's like, hey, Coach Gonzalez. He's, huh? And he just looked crazy. And sure enough, right near us, and he just started running. I'm oh, like, I, I think bet. he just got struck by lightning. Did practice end? No. And you'd always base it on the, uh, you know, there'd be someone there like, hear the thunder? One, <laughs> They'd two, count three, it out. Four. Yeah. yeah, we're fine. Yeah, we're good. It was at least 10 seconds. It's far away. That. Coach <laughs> Gonzalez will be fine. He'll be rolling around. <laughs> yeah. But your kids are too special today. And the sun is, the sun, if we could just get rid of the sun, Earth would be so much better. I don't know when that started. That started when dads left the house, too. Mid-90s, oh, when yeah. it was just all single moms. You know what the most dangerous thing in the world of my angel is? The sun. Oh, you mean the thing that makes him live? No, no, no. It'll kill him. Son's not going to kill your kid. Your kid's going to kill himself in the sun. That's You get a dumb kid. It's not the sun's fault. Quit blaming everybody else and put some smarts in that kid of yours. Drink some water. Feel a little dizzy? Have some more. Get in the shade. Huh? Water. But if I don't have a bottle of water, how do I get it? Oh, there's faucets and hoses. Ew. Okay, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're too stupid to survive. Drink out of that hose bib. What? Oh, there's bucks in it. It's not distilled. It's not. Yeah, how do I do that? Because my, my stomach says I'm not allowed to have water out of the tap. It's not clean. Okay, Dasani, calm down. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Just suck out of the hose like a goddamn man. I drank out of the hose the other day. Got a special taste. I still drink out of the tap. Megan was raised that way. She had tea the other day. Can you fill this for me? She heard the faucet. Not out of that. What are you talking about? No. Not out of the faucet. So I filled it. I put it down. I'm like, all right. And then I cracked a bottle of uh, Arrowhead and I drank it myself and then put it back and brought it to her. This isn't faucet water, right? Nope. And she drank. She had no idea. You can't tell. It's water. It was hot water. It was tea. When I put it in the microwave, it uh, boiled out all the bad. Faucet water will kill us all like the sun. Okay. Did she make it through the night? No. Oh. Dead. Man. Dead and gone. Dead and wow. buried already. Already had the service and everything. Dehydrated. <laughs> Should have never had any water out of that faucet. <laughs> yeah, can't drink that. That's horrible stuff. Anyway. Uh, and then the, uh, the story about that dude in Texas shooting at everybody. They found him. He's been on the run since like Saturday, I guess. The story is amazing. I didn't. I thought the way the news presented it, I thought he was a madman who strolled in and just started shooting. But this was a. Uh, I don't know what you call Mexican hillbillies, but that's kind of what this seemed to be. Mexican hillbillies were on their property next to other Mexican hillbillies, 
And a dude was in his yard shooting his AR-15 at targets or at stuff in the back. And he was drunk. And his neighbors came by and said, hey, 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 uh, kind of enough with the shooting. My baby's trying to sleep. And he responded with, I'll do whatever I want in my front yard. And then stormed over into their house, which is no longer doing what you want in your front yard, and just started opening fire. Oh. And shot a couple ladies who were protecting There were 10 people inside the house. Jeez, that's, that's light. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. Like, man, it could have been a much higher body count. And then he just started firing away, and then he ran off. And I'm like, oh, this isn't one of those mass shootings we need to be afraid of. This is a circumstance of where you're living. Look, if, if Michael and Troy broke out AR-15s in the backyard and started doing target practice, uh, I'm pretty much starting to think about a sign in the yard. I don't, I don't, any of my neighbors within a mile are, are shooting live rounds in the AR-15. I'm probably, maybe we should go. It doesn't seem like a very good neighborhood anymore. Let alone go over there and say, knock it off. Call the police. Yeah. There's a guy shooting an AR-15 next door. Yeah, I don't, on that. I don't do a whole lot of confrontation. But, but that might be that. seen as snitching a little bit. Okay. Too. Yeah, it is. And you know what? I'll, I'd rather be a snitch. Than a guy tolerating AR-15 live rounds. Yeah, that one, I'm, you know, yeah. if the baby has to sleep. Right. Like, if it's me. That's an easy call. I'd wander over and start how I always start. Like a gay neighbor, Michael and Troy are home. <laughs> and I walk over and, hey, guys, enough with the AR-15, huh? Cops are on their way. What are you doing? We're in our yard and we'll do what we want. I'm like, uh-oh. I better go inside and arm myself. That seemed a little confrontational. And they are holding an AR-15. They, but So then the guy runs away and they can't catch him. And they caught him uh, yesterday. He was uh, hiding under a pile of laundry at somebody's house. And they had pictures of him everywhere. They knew who he was. Pictures of him everywhere, uh, all over this Texas area and stuff. And then somebody tipped him. And then 30 minutes later, they went into the house and found him. And he was uh, hiding in a pile of laundry. And when's the only, when has that ever worked? Remember Danny Bonaducci in town when he banged that? Did he try to hide laundry? Hide in the laundry. He, he hid oh. in the hamper in, in the closet and naked. Forgot about that. Yeah, Danny Bonaducci, who's a former disc jockey in this town years ago, played uh, Danny Partridge on the Partridge He was seeking family. warmth, too. No, he was naked. He was just uh, high and, and, and just blew a tranny and... Or had one blow him. I think, yeah, I think yeah. that's what it was. And then, and then everybody said, because that was back before we were accepting... And, you know, transsexuals were hilarious. Still are, but we can't, <laughs> we can't say really say that. Like, if you see one and it's funny, like that Big Tarvey commercial, I don't know if you've seen the new Big... But they, they've advanced it. I don't know if you've seen the storylines advance. So in Big Tarvey's commercial where it's like, hey, you got HIV? So what? Plow away. This stuff will stop you from getting worse. So uh, in the first Big Tarvey commercial, there's a giant uh, Native American... That's the one I've seen. Who's, dra- yeah. ...who's dancing with a very small Mexican. Yeah. And clearly the giant Native American in a dress is a man. I thought there was good chemistry with that Because Big Tarvey is not for uh, people assigned female at birth. They say so right there in the spot. So all you're seeing is a bunch of dudes just, uh, you know, I call them <laughs> farmers. They're just pulling in and out of the old back door. But sometimes they dress up like, you know, traditionals. So he's, uh, they're, they're dancing in the first one. Right? And, and it's, it's hysterical to all us uh, breeders. We laugh every time. Sorry about that, Trans, but that is bad <laughs> casting because the height difference, I'd laugh if that was a traditional couple. Dying yeah, laughing. Little tiny fella, gigantic it's Indian like in a dress. Cher over oh, again. Except for Cher has an eight-inch dick. That's the difference. And just plow and sunny. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning somebody, you. Holmberg's morning sickness. 
So it's Sonny and Fat Share. And the, so the new commercial was on last night. And I'm like, oh, there's that giant Indian in a dress. And I noticed, oh, geez, that's a wedding dress. Now, the new Big Tarvey commercial, the giant Indian in a dress is marrying the tiny little Mexican man. And it is, it's more hysterical now. It's because now you just picture the wedding night. He's just throwing Big Tarvey down their throats like no tomorrow. And then just. It's not all they're throwing down. Then just. Oh, yeah. Throats are ruined. <laughs> Room smells a little bit like a baby's diaper and some powder and maybe oh. alcohol. And just flying all over the place like you unplugged a chocolate fondue. Ugh. Wedding looks like a dirty diaper. <laughs> oh, it's just <laughs> wedding dress. Everywhere. You got all those tissues to get, you know, all the creases all, you know, afterwards. You got, I got some here. I got a little here. <laughs> like you put it in a paint can. Ah. <laughs> Walking but, down the aisle, following that chocolate train. Yeah. Forgot what I was talking about. Something about transsexuals, but that big Tarvey thing distracted me to no end. Hilarious. Oh, yeah. Danny Bonaducci. Yeah. He was driving around down there on Roosevelt and First Street back before that was a cool place to hang out because it was where all the trannies were and picked one up and then... You know, found out it was a tranny because, you know, basically what I assume happened is he said, hey, you want to do this for a few bucks? Like, sure. And then the tranny whipped his out and said, my turn. And Danny was none the wiser. He thought that was a lady. So he punched him in the face a couple of times and then ran away to his wife Gretchen's house. And I met Gretchen once. She seemed very nice, but a little off center. Well, she's goes, married to Bonaducci. I mean, they, they, she married him the first off. day they met. Oh. Uh, well, so that was she was in it for the story. Love it first. And he was working at ninety two point three doing mornings over there. And then so he runs into Wasn't this, it ninety five five? I think he was ninety two three at the time. I think he was in that one. I think he was at that yeah, station. I think, at that I think Bruce Kelly was at ninety five yeah, at that time. Because yeah, that was the fire station, then Bruce moved yeah. and then Danny came. It was a big it was big doings back in the day. Yeah. Morning shows were bouncing from station to station. Doesn't happen anymore because no. Everybody just keeps getting fired except us. So anyway, uh, dying laughing at this. And then, they, then they're like, a local disc jockey and former child star Danny Bonaduce was arrested last night for solicitation of prostitution of a transvestite. And then they flash the picture of the transvestite with all the bruises. And the, I, everybody said the same thing. How did he not know that's a dude? That is a guy up and down. And the whole city just <laughs> laughed. They found Danny in the... Uh, in the laundry, naked, at Gretchen's place. And they're like, Danny, come with us. It's like, who's Danny? It's like, look, you're the only giant ginger that was on Partridge Family in Phoenix. You're coming with us. <laughs> he survived it, which is amazing. And that was the exact same time that Eddie Murphy picked up the trans. And I don't, but like, that was right around the same time when Hugh Grant picked up yeah, yeah. The, the hooker. There's and a lot of training problems back in the day. There was a lot of weird stuff going on where guys couldn't tell. Which I guess the trans movement has brought us that. Is at the at least but now we know. Now we're now we think to ask. <laughs> you know, you back drink? in the day, if you wore a dress, it was assumed you were a girl. Like you might be ugly, but why are you in a dress if you've got a penis? Like it didn't add up. You know, at least Eddie Murphy was just giving a ride. Yeah, all Eddie wanted to do was help a friend out. Yeah, a new friend that he'd never met before. But yeah, back in back in that day. Somebody wandering around in a dress was clearly, well, there's no reason to ask this question. That's right. a woman, right? Unless it was completely obvious where balls were hanging out. Not no. then. Now, now, I guess it's like, all right, I have to ask, even though you do look like a very pretty woman. You're not carrying, are you? Oh, we had that one friend that, you know. Yeah, the bottomed out yes. one. <laughs> that was post-operative. Yeah. 
Then she t- then she told him, well, the reason you were bottoming out is because that's just an inside a- inside out wiener. He's like, say, say what? Say again? Wait a minute. I thought it was actually. <laughs> I, think, I think every man that's bottomed out in a former tranny that finds out that way turns into foghorn leghorn. Say, I, say, I know. What, what now? What was, say now? What, what was that, boy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an inside out penis. I'm a post-operative trim. Just say, I'll, 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 I'll be a, what, what, what? I see, I see, I see. Well, I, have, I have to go. <laughs> yeah, he bottomed out in one. Yeah. And felt proud to tell the story that that's the only time he's ever going to do that. I mean... He was taking it to the base. What do you, yeah, what do you do? I mean, it's like... <laughs> anyway. Darius Barney was the guy. That's name. right. Darius Barney. I'm and trying to find a picture. Looked every part of someone named Darius Barney. Kudos to Bonaducci, though. Landed a couple of unexpected pops to the schnoz there and messed up Barney pretty good. But that picture, I... I I think it was a Cameron Harper and Heidi Fogel song that broke oh, that man, news to me school. on Channel 3. <laughs> Tonight, local DJ. Oh, this will be good. I had no idea what to expect, but Bonaducci went. And God, I missed that. You know, it's almost worth it for ratings for me to go uh, get blown by some fella. Although I'd be a hero today. I guess it's all KDKB does. It's like it used to be a big story. And now we have a whole station down the hall, and all they do is blow each other in dresses. <laughs> No controversy. Yeah, there's no. It's like heroic. Like you get you you get your face on a can of Budweiser for it. I, it's it used <laughs> it, to be. It's something a Wednesday. Of, yeah, it used to be embarrassing and a news story, and now it's like they have parades and you get products to follow you around. And Jesus, KDKB, if if blowing guys in dresses was uh, against the law, the whole place would be Alcatraz. <laughs> yeah, that that would, that would be MDX Montrose. That would be the Alcatraz of the Rockies. Andy Dufresne yeah. crawling through. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, Andy Dufresne would be crawling through uh, the foulest smells. Not to us. Come out smelling like a rose. No, I want the other stink. <laughs> yeah, that was just 25, 30 years ago when he punched that man in a dress that was blowing him. Now, Jesus, he'd be on billboards and Darius Barney would be famous. Like cans. Oh, they'd be all over the movies. Place. Yeah, there'd be like a... Yeah, probably a religious film of so like some sort of feel good summer hit. Oh boy, I remember Cameron Harper. That news guy was great at delivering horrible news about weird stuff, and his eyes always look like you guys are gonna believe this. <laughs> Cameron Harper watched it. Uh, and one night at midnight, I was up, and they had the they killed a guy. All right, all right, all right. What? Son of a bitch is over there hitting me with his oh, watch. Oh, he's doing the, the flashy yeah. sun thing? Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, he watched an execution. It was the first one Arizona had had in a while, and he went in all, I'm a news reporter, I'm a man, and I'm this, and I'm blah, 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 and I have to do the, I have to do my job. He came out, white as a ghost, tears in his eyes. <laughs> I quit. I quit news. I quit this job. I hate this. This is the worst thing I've ever watched. And he stopped. I think that was that uh, ham guy. He watched him get executed, and he was done and stopped doing news shortly after. Like, I don't want anything to do with this anymore. Sharp did that too, though, didn't he? Sharp watched one. Yeah. yeah, Jim watched one. He watched the pellets drop. I think, I don't know if Cameron watched the I, lethal injection or if he, oh, no, he watched the pellets drop too, the old gas one, the gas chamber. And he watched that and he goes, it was hard to watch. The guy and the dude inside just evidently eyeballed the witnesses in the media. Like, you want to watch? Here you go. And he's just staring at him the whole time, like, looking around while he's trying to stay awake. And the gases are getting him and poisoning him. And then he starts to cough. And evidently, it was really ugly. And Cameron couldn't take it. Watched the guy kind of slow burn inside that tube. You need a media witness of that. 
I'm your guy. I got no issues with that stuff. What'd he do? He killed like eight 14-year-olds and some sort of weird... Ch- <laughs> do you want me to drop the pellets? I'll help. I don't care. That sounds nice to me. Remember the one guy was, said something to the people watching. Oh, there's plenty if of them that do guys, that. Oh, there's to almost almost all of them that do an execution. That like John Wayne Gacy said something like "Go Raiders" or something. there's the guys yeah. who have said that. And Gacy's, of course, Go Gacy, Raiders. Gacy's last words are "Kiss my ass" or something. Like that. Yeah, they, they all say something. It's because they're bad people. I'd be like Percy from Green Mile. Electricity would be passed through your body until you are dead. Holmberg, you didn't wet the sponge. <laughs> Watch it burn. Of course, then he almost lit up John Coffey. And... Percy, you son of a bitch. You see what you did to... He did all right. Edouard Delacroix. Yeah, he did all right. He ended up marrying a 16-year-old. <laughs> um, we have an equal rights issue in the building. We're going to discuss that next. And uh, I'm tired of it. As a man, I'm sick of being oppressed by the ladies in the building. I'm sick of it. Absolutely tired of the double standard that exists in this building. The Me Too movement was not for equality. It was for one-upsmanship, and we found that out yesterday. One quote from management. Turned this whole place upside down, and I'm going to rat him out. I was sickened. I'm going to rat him out. You weren't there, but uh, you don't even know what I'm going to talk about. But I'm glad you're already sick. I walked through the I building. I think I was there for You didn't hear my quote. You didn't hear my quote. You were responsible for one. Downstairs when they were eyeballing the out. We'll talk about it in just seconds. But uh, look, I understand your anger and my anger are going to bang into each other. We're angry at the same things. You didn't hear the the coup d'etat, the, the, the final straw that turned us against oh, each other. It. You were standing yeah, next to me. Yeah. You were there. It's terrible. From management. A terrible event yesterday. And it's time us men stood up for it. I'm going to start my new NOM, N-O-M. The men's movement. <laughs> the E-R-A-M. The Equal Rights Amendment for men. It's getting out of hand down there, ladies. Uh, it's 616. Uh, we're going to take care of that in moments. Meantime, you give us a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one, and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.